From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, March 21st. I'm Sarah Reif. Today is the first day on the job for interim CEO Darcy Antle, whose one-year contract for salary and benefits totaling $338,000 was approved unanimously at last week's Board of Supervisors meeting. Former CEO Carmel Angelo's last day on the job was Friday. The board also discussed crafting an ordinance or revitalizing existing rules to regulate water hauling in a way that would ideally curtail diverting water to illegal pot grows while not preventing access to drinking water. And in an effort to transition away from fossil fuels, the board agreed to start the process for a pilot program to enter a master equity lease plan with Enterprise Fleet Management to replace some of the 55 vehicles in the Social Services Department with hybrids by next year. Staff analysis projects a savings of about a million and a half dollars over the next 10 years. 23 of the department's vehicles are currently eligible for the new lease program, which will consider hybrid options whenever possible. The final draft of the plan is expected by July of this year. The board has directed staff to transition to an all-electric fleet. However, more charging stations will be necessary to run all of the county's nearly 400 vehicles on electricity instead of fuel. At this time, the county government has installed three charging stations with four working chargers at two locations. According to the staff report accompanying the item, it cost $36,000 to install two stations at the jail, both of which are expected to be out of commission for most of next year as construction on the new jail gets underway. The third station at the Crisis Residential Treatment Center in Ukiah cost about $20,000. Yearly maintenance and data storage at each station is estimated at about $3,000. County staff estimates that it would take three to five years to have charging stations at all county offices. Lucas Bachman with Enterprise explained the basics of the proposed lease arrangement. So we can do a net lease, which everyone, which you would think of as a normal dealership lease, but this whole program is then structured around equity leases, which uh, function very much like a finance. So no wear and tear penalties uh, or over mileage penalties. And at the end of term, county gets the benefit of resale. So. Um, gives you guys the flexibility to get in and out. So we're basically, we own the vehicles, so we take title of them and then they're resold at uh, a certain interval. Start on title and then at any point you guys could choose to buy it out and take title, um, but you still have rights of ownership. The equity is really in the vehicle. It's not necessarily in the ownership by the county. Is that correct? Correct. Water was also top of mind. Tomorrow's forecasts for inland Mendocino County are creeping into the 80s, hinting rather broadly at a long, hot, dry summer. Supervisors John Haschak and Glenn McGordy, who are on the Drought Task Force, agreed to form an ad hoc committee dedicated to figuring out how to reestablish a standalone water agency. Supervisor Ted Williams emphasized the main lesson from the morning's budget presentation. There's no way to bring this back without a funding plan. And I think today we have negative general fund, so we can't We can't direct Darcy to allocate some general fund. There isn't any. And you could either propose making some cuts, adding an assessment or a tax, or finding another creative means to source revenue. But I think that's the logical next step is before we can say yes, we need to see where the money will come from. The board agreed to fill out a steering committee to work out how to fund the agency. McGordian Haschak also presented the outlines of an idea to regulate water hauling, a water policy that Haschek explained residents of Covalo and Redwood Valley especially have been calling for. We've heard about these water trucks going at all times of the day, all times of the night, and um, extracting from sometimes legal sources, sometimes illegal sources, but a lot of times it's just um, unregulated. The county already has ordinances regulating water extraction and the sale of drinking water. 
McGordy proposed requiring water sellers to meter their wells and document water sales. Hashtag also suggested hefty fines for violations. Right now, I think it's $100 for an offense. And we're saying, okay, $1,000 for the first violation, $2,000 for the second, three for the third, and then $5,000 for subsequent. Because we want to make it so that people don't just say it's cost of doing business and continue on. Howard DeShield, the director of the County Department of Transportation, assured the board that there is enough money left over from last year's state grant to haul residential drinking water from Ukiah to Fort Bragg. Private haulers can then carry it to other communities on the coast. State-funded water haulers have to adhere to strict permitting standards. But Williams worried that even enforcing the local ordinances that are already on the books could prevent children in his district from having enough water to practice proper oral hygiene. We may put drinking water companies under an unanticipated consequence of either adding regulation or just enforcing regulation that's already on the books. On the coast last year, we had water hauled from inland. I feel pretty bad about the, um, the, the line items for that. It was expensive. And I feel bad about the, the carbon footprint of hauling water across the county. This year, fuel prices may be double and we may be looking at more wells going dry. Right. We're, we're another year into a drought and we haven't had a lot of rain. It's looking pretty bad. I, I think what you're proposing may fix some illicit cannabis nuisance problems in Covalo, but may punish Comshi in effect. I know it, um, they, everybody should be following the books and have a well and maybe a use permit and so forth. Reality is that's not where we're at. We probably have a lot of water hauling in the millions of gallons that's keeping kids brushing their teeth with drinking water. Uh, that could be impeded by this effort. Environmental activist Ellen Drell called in to say that she's part of a group drafting a proposed ordinance that she believes will address potential groundwater overdrafts and urged the board to hold off on making a decision right away. The board agreed that the ad hoc committee should talk it over with more members of the community, including farmers, growers, and environmentalists, before making another proposal. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.